Well, greetings, everybody. Welcome once again to the Rec Poker Podcast. My name is Steve Fredland, and we are hosted and sponsored, as always, by Running Aces Casino and Racetrack. Thanks to you guys for continuing to be great partners. Uh, this week's episode's a little bit different as we kind of ease into the holiday break. Uh, this week, I'm just going to talk to you a little bit about what's coming up with Rec Poker, specifically uh, what's happening with our content which is some, I think, some really cool things, as well as community groups. Uh, one of the things we keep hearing from people all over the world, uh, literally I've been hearing this last couple of weeks from people in Holland, uh, Japan, Australia, Canada, uh, the UK. Uh, so thanks to those of you who are listening in all of those different places, as well as people locally that are saying, you know, I, I, I want to learn the game. Uh, but I'm a recreational player. I play home games. I play a little bit online. Uh, I play at the bars. But the people that I'm hanging out with and playing poker with aren't really excited about learning the game, aren't really excited about taking their game to the next level. So I'm really looking for people that I can build my game with, a, a sort of tribe, a sort of community. And so I'm hearing that feedback over and over again. And I'm thinking, you know what, there's a lot of great content out there that people can get. Uh, I still want to be able to... Um, to have access to that, to curate that, to bring that down and, and put that at the level for us recreational players. But I also want to focus on building community. And so that's a lot of what we're doing. I'm sure you've already sensed that. I've talked about it a little bit. Uh, but as we move forward, I want to do more and more of that uh, community building among recreational players because even the pros will say they've learned the best when they've done it in a group uh, with people that are kind of at their level trying to learn the game together and get better together. So more and more, that's what I want to try to do. So I want to talk a little bit uh, about that that's coming up. Uh, just quickly, um, a reminder, uh, this Sunday is our Play and Learn. If you are local in Minnesota, we still have openings for that, but it's going to be fantastic where we actually play and then flip over our cards and talk about it. We'll have one session where I'm leading the discussion. We'll have another session where Matt Hamilton is leading the discussion. So it uh, should be really good. Uh, also, if you haven't, check out the blogs. Uh, we've had, uh, a, we had a couple of weeks there where Brad Olson talked about his, uh, his learning the game and his first trip to the casino. This week, Chad McVean chimed in and he talked about uh, some of his experiences there, uh, just that his feeling that I'm just not good enough and what does that mean? And he, had a, he wrote a really good piece on that. So, so check those things out. Uh, we still have available the online player panel. There's a two-hour discussion with Matt Hamilton and Max Havlish and Ian Matakas and Alan Cardi. That's available for $10 at recpokertraining.com. So you can check, check out all of that sort of stuff. Um, but again, today I just want to talk a little bit about uh, where we're going in this idea of community groups and our content. And so, um, you know, I have access to a lot of different players. Uh, we've had a lot of great players on here and they want to come back on here again. And I've been thinking through how do we leverage their expertise? Uh, I've already interviewed them and talked to them about uh, some of their experiences and background, how they get into poker, some of the things that they do well, some of the uh, mistakes that they see that are most common, and that's all been super helpful. But what's the next stage with them? How do we how do we use their knowledge to help improve our game, uh, as well as how do we do that? But then how do we also build community groups? How do we have those sorts of discussions among us as well? And so uh, where I've landed for this next phase of rec poker, and you know me, I'm I keep trying new things and, and seeing what works, and I'm I'm not uh, I'm not scared of change. So what we're gonna do going forward now is I'm going to have a weekly a weekly call uh, where I'm going to have just a few uh, rec poker players as well as invitations to some of the better recreational players and some of the pros on a weekly sort of rotating basis where we're going to talk about two specific hand situations. 
Um, and so maybe one week it might be us talking with Chris Fox Wallace. Another week it might be with Matt Hamilton or Max Havlish. Um, but we're going to bring in some really great players. Um, and I'm going to cycle back through people like Jonathan Little and Kenna James uh, and all of those guys and, and get them in the mix as well. And we'll just talk specific hands. And through that, obviously, we know that strategy emerges and we can take that as the, the base platform and then go from there and talk about that. So that's going to be uh, the content probably after the first of the year. We'll start doing that. Uh, for the next few weeks, I've got lined up. Uh, next week, I'm going to be doing an interview with Sky Matsuhashi. Uh, many of you know him. He's got some great training stuff. So we're going to do an interview with him. Uh, that'll be released around December 21st. Uh, I've yet to figure out exactly what I'm going to do for the 28th. Uh, I'm not sure yet. I'm hoping I've got a couple guests in mind that I'm hoping I can land uh, for that. But that'll get us through the end of the year, and then we'll start this process. And what I plan on doing is, as we talk about those two hands, uh, we're going to dig into deep into one, and that is going to be released uh, as the podcast slash YouTube content for that week. And then the other one I'm going to make available as a thank you to Patreon subscribers. So this is not a bribe to get you on Patreon. You're still going to have great free content. You'll get one hand that we break down uh, pretty significantly, and that's going to be the free content. But if you do want to uh, support what we're doing at Patreon.com for as little as a dollar a month, uh, that will also get you access to the second second one. So maybe, you know, try it out, see if you think there's a value there, if it's good. Um, uh, but uh, check that out. That'll be coming at, uh, after the first of the year. And then what I've talked about a little bit already for those of you who follow me on Facebook and Twitter is that every Monday night uh, from 8 o'clock until 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, so that's in Minnesota uh, time, uh, we're going to be holding an open webinar for whoever wants to join. Uh, so we might rotate through like who the panelists are going to be, kind of having the primary piece, but generally it's going to be an open conversation, a community building opportunity, and I'm actually referring to these as community groups. So if this is popular, uh, we'll start more of these, but the idea is to get a, you know, a, a group of people on a regular basis uh, learning and growing in their game together. And so the idea that I have initially is to start with those same hands that I'm going to be talking with the pros about and kind of use those as a starting point for our discussion on Monday nights, uh, but we can take it wherever we want to go. Uh, people have questions or they have uh, you know, a specific situation that they encountered. Uh, we'll bring that up on that show and we'll just talk about it. Uh, so it really is just an online discussion group. If it gets too big, we'll probably branch off and do another one just because I think there's value in not having those be very big. So 8 to 9.30 p.m. starting on Monday, January 7th. And you uh, do need to register for those, but there is no cost. It's free of charge. Uh, but go to recpokertraining.com. Under the learning options, there's a there's a label community groups. So click on that. That'll allow you to register. And then you'll get an invitation, which will be a recurring invitation uh, for every Monday night from 8 to 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you can be part of this group and you can engage as much as you want. You can just listen or you can uh, do some Q&A, uh, asking questions through the tool there. Uh, or if you want to be highlighted, if you have a specific question, we can actually uh, allow you to then present to the group. Um, um, and you can do it that way. So we'll kind of see where it goes, but the idea is just getting us together, getting us in a room, uh, people that are trying to learn and grow the game together and, and just kind of see what happens out of that. And I'm super excited about that. It's something a number of people have asked for, uh, and I think that's going to really help us grow our game uh, as we can engage that way. 
Uh, so do that again uh, next week. Sky Matsuhashi, we'll talk to him about that. Oh, and I also wanted to give you a heads up too. Um, last week I had Chris Fox Wallace on, uh, and he's a World Series of Poker bracelet winner. Um, he won the the 10K, is it 10, 10K? It was the horse event. So a mixed game, uh, just a great guy, great player. Uh, and he is heading up along with Brian Soja and Jordan um, Handrich. Uh, is that how you pronounce her name? Sorry, Jordan, if I if I botched that. But Jordan and Brian and and Fox are leading iNinja Poker, and they've got a an event this Saturday down in Iowa. It's their first one. is kind of the resurrection of iNinja. And then they've got some really cool announcements coming for other things. Uh, and Fox and I are going to start working a little bit more closely together. Uh, they're, they're doing a series out at a casino that I think is yet to be publicly released. Uh, and we're going to see if we can do some rec poker things around that and try to get a group of us to go out uh, for a week or something and, and do those events. That could be really fun. Uh, and maybe give away some things as part of that. Uh, also working with Fox on some content. He wants to partner with Rec Poker to start to put some of uh, his learnings and his knowledge into the hands of us less experienced players. And so we're working on some things, and I think we've got some really cool announcements uh, that'll be coming in, in the weeks ahead. So uh, stay tuned on that deal. Uh, also, one thing I wanted to bring up is, um, and I talked about this a little bit before, but a lot of you are new to Rec Poker uh, since the summer of 2018 and really didn't know about us prior to then. And part of that was we were on the poker news. Uh, I had a chance to uh, to be interviewed with Sarah Herring and have her on our show. She's Aunt Chardonnay, if you follow her on Twitter. Uh, and that really boosted our uh, our exposure and our listenership. And so the number of people listening to the show pretty much tripled after that time uh, and has continued to grow since then. Um, but for those of you who had joined us then and haven't had a chance to go back and look at some of our old stuff, I wanted to let you know that there were some amazing interviews that we did that haven't been heard by nearly as many people as I think uh, would, would find value in those. So I want to encourage you to go back and, and listen to some of those. Uh, specifically, one of, the, one of the things that triggered this thought is uh, many of you know Aaron Johnson. He's from Minnesota, just a super nice, great, great young player. He just completed uh, something that's, as far as I know, unprecedented, uh, and that was winning Player of the Year on two major tours. So Aaron was the Player of the Year for the Heartland Poker Tour, and he was also Player of the Year for the MSPT, the Mid-States Poker Tour. Uh, just unbelievable. Um, that It's an amazing accomplishment to win Player of the Year for one of those, but to win both of those for the same year, I think is, is pretty crazy. And, and Aaron doesn't give a lot of interviews, uh, at least uh, recorded interviews. Uh, and I've tried to get him back on the show a few times, and he's reluctant to do that, and I totally understand that. Uh, if, if I was running that good, I wouldn't want to give away anything. But I did have a chance to interview Aaron uh, a long time ago, uh, episode number 28. And so I just want to encourage you, go back and listen to that. Uh, I thought it was a really great interview with a really great kid, uh, kind of hearing his story, but also a little bit of insight into how he thinks about the game, uh, thinks about variance, and all of those things. So check that out. But just wanted to also make you aware that there's some other great interviews uh, that might be worth checking out. See if any of these kind of strike your fancy. But Ku Vang, who was number 42. Chris Fox Wallace, who was number 33. Uh, Minnesota Hall of Famer Mike Schneider was, was episode number 30, as well as a two-part uh, number 87 and 88. Uh, also have interviewed Kenna James, Sarah Herring, Craig Casino, Sherry Bukowski, Brian Soja, Hunter Sitchi. Uh, Joe Bernard, uh, World Series of Poker bracelet winner John Redding, uh, Zach Elwood, Jonathan Little, Matt Hamilton, Vlad Revniaga, 
uh, Mark Hodge, Jason Seitz, John Kim, uh, and others. So I uh, just wanted to let you know there's, a, there's kind of a, a whole warehouse of great interviews. If you like the interviews, I know me and, and some of the rest of us are, are more geared toward give me the strategy, give me the strategy, and there's certainly some mixed in there. But if you like hearing stories about how people got started in poker, uh, their overall approach to the game, uh, what they see is the biggest mistakes people are making. Those are generally the questions I led with for, for most of those interviews. And so I think there's some pretty interesting stories that, that have come out of that. So I just wanted to remind you to go back and check those out. So uh, so this, this episode, not a lot going on. I uh, just wanted to kind of catch you up to speed on some things. Uh, and also a heads up, or a, I guess an FYI, that I continue to work on my preflop strategy, continue to have discussions with people. Uh, I feel really good about where I landed with that. But as I've been playing, I've been going, well, maybe there's some different things I could do here, some different things to do here. Uh, I don't want to be as tight to that range. I want to be more uh, aware of the table and those things. And so I still like what I have as a default, but I've been playing with some things. Uh, and so I'm excited to share some of those as we go further. But I think this is a period where uh, I've said it, I've done the research, I've done the math, uh, I've figured out how I want to be polarized in my ranging. Uh, and now I'm going to just keep applying it for a while and, and see what happens. So uh, more to come on that as we go. But I'm really excited about the next steps with Rec Poker. Again, Sky Matsuhashi, we're scheduled to interview coming up here in the next few days. Uh, we'll air that, assuming that that interview happens. We'll have some other cool guests, hopefully, for the end of the year. And then we're going to get into just start pounding hand histories at the beginning of the year and using that as a launching pad to figure out how should we be thinking about these things. So the goal is still to, uh, to, to understand the principles of the game and the principles of decision making, but we're going to start using specific hands and specific scenarios to help, uh, I guess, solidify some of those principles and see how do some of the top players uh, navigate through some of those really tricky decisions and uh, how much weight do they give those different factors and ultimately which factors win uh, when you're facing a situation where you could go uh, either way. Uh, as, as Jonathan Little says, there's no hard decisions, there's just close decisions. I still think they're hard, but uh, Jonathan would just say, no, that's just it. You just, they're just close. It could go either way, and maybe there's not even a bad decision. You just have to pick one. So uh, we'll see where that goes. So with that, that's it for today. Just kind of a quick little burst. Uh, but check out those community groups. I think those community groups are going to be uh, really, really fun. Check out the old interviews if you sort of enjoy that thing. And if you're listening to this uh, before uh, this Sunday, um, uh, you're feel, feel free to come uh, check us out at the Play and Learn or give me a call and we can kind of talk through that stuff. That's on Sunday, uh, December 16th. So it's coming up quick. Uh, so with that, uh, that's it. Uh, once again, thanks to Running Aces. Uh, thanks to those of you who are out there supporting us on Patreon already. Thanks to those of you who are just listening and just encouraging. Uh, man, you know, the, when you do something like this, there's always folks that aren't always happy with what you're doing. Uh, but I would say 98% of you have been very encouraging, very supportive. And those of you that have good constructive feedback, man, I appreciate that. I always say that is the lifeblood of what I'm doing. So if you have some constructive feedback that's going to help us do better, add more value, uh, improve the effectiveness of this time for you because you only have limited time and resources, please let me know. I don't know if nobody tells me. So uh, please let me know and uh, we'll do what we can to try to uh, implement those 
thing. So with that, I'm going to sign off a quick episode this week, uh, but have a great holiday season. If you check out from the rec poker world for the next few weeks, of course, nobody's going to blame you, but we'll come back firing with some hand histories in January and hope you can participate in that as well as the community groups. So with that, take care. Have a good one, y'all.